Welcome to the Iceland with Kids podcast. We're sharing the best tips and tricks to help you plan an amazing vacation to Iceland. Your host is Eric Newman, the founder of Iceland with Kids. Eric offers custom vacation plans and personal tour guide services for families visiting Iceland. Check out all of the details at icelandwithkids.com. Here's Eric and the Iceland with Kids podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Iceland with Kids podcast. Today, we're talking about why I think that Iceland is the perfect starter destination for families or anyone else. And when I say a starter destination, what I mean is that I think that this is the perfect place to visit if you haven't been outside of your own country for your first international trip. Why should it be to Iceland? And the main reason, I'll cite several reasons here today, but the main reason, the overarching theme here today, is that I think that Iceland is the perfect combination of being both amazing and safe. It's amazing and it's safe. Let's start with safe. You know, if I had to pick one between amazing and safe, I would pick safe. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you would pick amazing. Maybe you're more adventurous than I am. I'm picking safe. I'm starting with safe. Why is Iceland safe? Well, first of all, um, in 2020, Iceland was chosen as the world's most peaceful country by the Institute for Economics and Peace. Now, peace doesn't mean safety, but in this case, it actually does. Many of the factors they use to choose their safest country, this list of safest countries, of most peaceful, rather, countries, is safety. They look at homicides, they look at violent crime, they look at police force, they look at lots of other issues, lots of other factors to decide how they choose the most peaceful country. And so this most peaceful country in large part means safest country. And I say that Iceland was chosen in 2020 as the most peaceful country in the world. That's great. They've actually been number one on this list. This is the 10th year in a row. 2020 marks the 10th year in a row. So it wasn't just a fluke. Iceland is peaceful. Iceland is safe. Maybe more importantly for our purposes, it feels safe and people act as if it's safe. So when we were in Reykjavik, which is the capital of Iceland and far and away its biggest city, although only about maybe 125,000 people in the city itself, um, we were taking a tour of the company called City Walks. It's a walking tour of Reykjavik. And our tour guide was explaining to us where we were. And she stopped for a moment and waved to somebody off, off in the distance. And she told us a minute later that it was her eight-year-old son who was skateboarding in downtown Reykjavik with his friends while she was giving this tour. So he was off by himself. She happened to pass by him, said hi. He was off by himself. He was eight. I don't know how many other big cities in the U.S. or in Europe people would feel comfortable leaving their eight-year-olds wandering, wandering alone. But in Iceland, they do. Now, this isn't to say there, there's no crime in Iceland, there is still some crime. Um, there was just an article a couple of days ago um, that I read about that a car was stolen in Reykjavik and it almost hit some people. Didn't hit them. Everybody was fine. Um, but what's interesting is that that made the news, right? This made the national news that a car was stolen. And so it gives you a sense that it's it's pretty safe there. Um, there also are some pickpocket rings that come from other countries that visit the Golden Circle. We uh, covered the Golden Circle in episode one. There are lots of tourists on the Golden Circle. It's a very popular tourist spot. And because of that, you will find some gangs that come and run these pickpocket rings. Um, but otherwise, for the most part, it's very, very safe in Iceland. Other reasons I think it's safe for the, the, the traveler is that English is very prevalent. 
So the official language of Iceland is Icelandic, and everybody there speaks Icelandic. I think it's great to learn at least a few words of Icelandic, and we'll cover that in a different episode. Um, But Icelandic is really only spoken in Iceland, and because of that, just about everybody in Iceland speaks multiple other languages, two, three, four languages. Um, They'll speak some Danish, um, but they also know a lot of English. English is taught in the schools. And it's really the language of business or becoming the language of business for people doing international business. And so English there is excellent. So if you're having problems, if you're stuck somewhere, a person you, you run into to ask for help, they're almost definitely going to speak superb English. Very, very old people may not. Very, very young people may not if they haven't learned it much in school yet. But for the most part, they're going to speak excellent, excellent English. One other reason that I think it's safe before we move on to amazing is that If you're there in the summertime, which is the most common time to visit Iceland, it's light 24 hours a day. So if you're late driving to your hotel or your Airbnb, it's 10 o'clock at night, it's been a long day of touring, you're tired, it's still light. You don't have to drive drive in the dark to find where you're going. Or if you're doing a hike and it takes longer than you expected, you're not going to have to worry and stress that it's going to, to get dark because in the summertime, at least, it won't. All right, so hopefully I've convinced you that Iceland is safe. Let's move on to... Iceland is amazing, and how you get this rare combination of both safe and amazing together in one country. Let me interrupt myself briefly to say that in a moment, I'm going to talk about some of my favorite places in Iceland, some of the most incredible sights you can see in the country or in any country. Unfortunately, on a podcast, it's hard to actually see them. And so if you go to icelandwithkids.com slash podcast, sign up for free, we'll give you access to a printable sheet of some of my very favorite pictures from Iceland. So again, just go to icelandwithkids.com slash podcast, sign up. You'll have access to our freebie from this show, which is a printable page of pictures, and you'll get access to the freebies from every other show also. One last time, icelandwithkids.com slash podcast. Now back to the podcast. Thanks. Hopefully I've convinced you that Iceland is safe. Let me now try to convince you that Iceland is also amazing. Iceland is often called the land of fire and ice. That's a very typical nickname you'll hear. Let me start with the fire side of things. Um, Everywhere you are in the world, there is geothermal energy, an unbelievable amount of geothermal energy under the surface of the earth. But in Iceland, oftentimes it's very, very close to your feet. In fact, you can go to these geothermal areas and you can see this bubbling water or boiling water, or even geyser, which we covered in our last episode, this water just erupting out from this geothermal energy under the surface. You can also swim or bathe in this naturally heated water. There are literally hundreds of places to swim in Iceland where you're swimming in this hot bath-like water that is naturally heated. There's a hot river you can hike to. So you hike 45 minutes or so, and you go and you get in this river, and it's bath water, just normal river flowing down, but there's steam coming from it. There are volcanoes too, of course. Sometimes this heat wants to erupt and come up from the surface to the surface of the earth. You can literally walk inside of of a volcano in Iceland. You can take an elevator, custom-built elevator, down inside a volcano. Only place in the world you can do that. And this lava, now the volcano you go into, isn't active, of course, because active volcanoes did form amazing rock formations. You can go in the ocean and see this sort of rock and it's this black rock and the lava was hot and it cooled in the ocean water and it forms these amazing patterns. You can hike in a canyon or a cave that were carved out by this lava. 
Now, most of the beaches in Iceland also have black sand from lava, right? So most of these formations and caves I talked about are black because most of the rock from, from volcanoes is a rock called basalt. It has a lot of iron in it, and it's usually black. And this rock, one of the things it can do is break down into sand, and so you get black sand beaches everywhere in Iceland. Almost all of the beaches, with just a couple of exceptions, in Iceland have black sand on them, which is just amazing for people who have never seen that before to experience that vast black beach. All right, that's just a small taste of the things you can do because of this heat energy. Let me go to the other side, the land of fire and ice. Let's go to the ice. And actually, on one of those black sand beaches, you can see pieces of a glacier that have washed ashore. Some of them are just small rock size, some of them are car sized. This is an area called Diamond Beach. This is actually the nice sort of convergence of fire and ice together. You can walk inside of, of a glacier or on a glacier. If you put crampons, these sort of metal spikes on your shoes, you can go whitewater rafting on a, 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 a glacial river. So there are so many different things, the fire part, the ice part, and in one place, Diamond Beach, where the fire and ice come together. Things you really can't see anywhere else on Earth, at least not together. Beyond the fire and ice, there's so, so much more. There is whale watching, there's puffin watching. There are waterfalls, so, so many amazing world-class waterfalls. And many of those waterfalls, and in fact, many of the other attractions I've mentioned as well, are very, very close to Ring Road. This is the major road that goes or makes a loop around Iceland. It doesn't cover all of Iceland, but it covers a decent bit of it. And you'll see these waterfalls, especially on the south coast, right next to Ring Road. And there's one down there that you can walk behind, and there's so, so much more you can see. So that summarizes why I think my sort of main thesis here is that Iceland is both safe and amazing. Hopefully I've convinced you of both. Let me close with just a couple of other reasons why I think Iceland is also the perfect country to visit if you haven't been outside of your own country before. One is that, and this is really specific to people on the eastern coast of the of the United States, uh, right now with COVID-19, you can really only fly to Iceland from Boston. And by the way, you have to quarantine for a while, so research it before heading over there right now. But that flight from Boston to Keflavik Airport is under five hours. You're in the air for something like four and a half hours. It's actually faster to go from Boston to Iceland than it is from Boston to California. So it's close. You're not gonna spend 18 hours of travel and have to, to, to transfer. Well, I guess only if you're in Boston. It's closer though, that, that, though than most of the rest of Europe. Um, driving, I think, is also sort of easy and, and pretty safe. Um, most of the road signs are in English. We talked about English being a benefit earlier. And they drive on the right side of the road. So that's, you know, if you're from the U.S. or Canada and most of Europe, that's a benefit. If you're from the, 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 the U.K., that's not so much of a benefit. But sorry, people from the U.K., but people from the U.S. and Canada, that's a benefit as well. So Iceland is safe. It's amazing. And if you haven't been outside of the country and you're considering a trip, I think you should. Uh, my friend Eric Stone from TravelBaboo.com has crunched some of the numbers. I'll, I'll put his uh, a link to his blog post in the show notes and shown that really for the same price, actually, I think he came out a couple of dollars cheaper than visiting Disneyland in the US, from the US, you could visit Iceland for the same price. And so I think that there really are opportunities here to see Iceland as the place to go if you've never been outside of the country. If you're considering a trip, I recommend Iceland. Thanks for listening to the Iceland with Kids podcast. For more information, check out our website at icelandwithkids.com. Or if you want help planning your Iceland vacation, or even having me serve as your personal guide in Iceland, just send me an email, eric at icelandwithkids.com. Thanks for listening.